And we're back on the Track Limits podcast. This is our bonus episode off track. I'm joined here as always by my friend Harrison. And we Hello. are joined by a new uh, guest today. He's a friend of both of ours. His name is TJ. TJ, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here. Yes. TJ knows very little about Formula One, which is perfect because in our off track podcast, uh, we could talk about Who cares? anything. Yeah, exactly. Nobody cares. Um, it is Harrison's turn to pick the topic for this one. So, Harrison, what is your topic today, of which TJ and I do not know? Yes, no, I've kept this a very secret close to my heart. Um, but in recent events over the past weekend, we talked about it on our podcast tonight. Um, a big thing was, you know, the drivers didn't feel safe. There was a lot of f- fear going around, as you could say. Um, so I thought, you know, what would be a fun topic for us to talk about on the off, off the track limits, off track, off <laughs> the beat, off the cuff, bonus episode, off the air. And I thought, you know, let's talk about some fear. You know, we saw in Bahrain with, you know, the, the joking fear of Charles losing his engine on the last lap. We saw it, the real fear of, you know, bombs exploding close to the track in Saudi Arabia, the fear that the drivers have to go in to drive 180 miles an hour close to the wall. So I thought it might be a little fun thing that we relate this to our lives and talk about some of our biggest fears. And I don't mean, I don't mean Mm. seriously. I don't mean, I'm not talking existential crises of I'm not good enough or I'll never amount to anything in life or I'll disappoint my friends and family and parents. I'm talking every day, irrational fears that we have like for instance mm-hmm. i'll start we'll go around we'll, we'll each give a few examples i have a few so i have this fear right well we live on a main road my house mm-hmm. on a main road i sit here right here i look at the road every single day our fin- we have a fenced in yard a whole yard's fenced in but for some reason every single day never fails we have at least one to two people who turn around in our driveway they just pull in mm-hmm. they back out so i'll be sitting here working and i can hear them so from where I am, I can hear everything from the road. These windows, they echo so much. They catch so much sound. But also, our driveway is very steep. So you can kind of, when you pull in, if you're driving a car, you bottom out every single time you pull in the driveway. Unless you know how to hit it just right, because you do it every day like we do, you bottom out every single time. So I just hear scraping sounds constantly when people turn around. Or I hear them driving off. So I have this fear that in the 10 seconds that it's taken them to turn around in the driveway when the dogs are outside, that I think they've stolen my dogs. So they pull in the driveway and every time it never fails, I go to see outside to see if the dogs are still there. Pretty irrational fear. Cause nobody's going to just steal my dog right off, right off the porch without me knowing it. And the 10 seconds that it took them to turn around, but a pretty stupid fear of mine. So every time I go out there and I don't see them right off the bat, I freak out a little bit on the inside. I have to make sure that I find them. So, yeah. I thought we would have each share some little silly fears that we have like that. I have a couple more, but I'll let you guys share some. I just want to say that, you know, I understand your fear though, because I mean, you have an award-winning collection of pugs. And if anybody, if you lost a single one of those, the value is just gone. Um, I also want to say that your driveway is one of the worst driveways. Um, Yeah, really, really. I don't understand turning around in it. Yeah, I mean, well, so I think what happens is there's like a split right down the road. And I think it's always people who are on their GPS. And they don't, they're just listening to the GPS. And they don't understand what it's saying. So they turn 
And then our driveway is like the first viable driveway they see. Mm-hmm. And then they always like end up like, I'm pretty sure there's people who have messed up their cars pretty bad because they've hit it so hard, but it's very steep, man. And it, our house isn't very cl- like right on the road. So I don't like, like right in front of our house, but they're pulling into this driveway. That's, you know, a 75 degree angle up a hill to turn around. He's not exaggerating. just want to say also, um, do you have a, do you have like a camera pointed towards that? Yeah. It like, doesn't pick. I have. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I don't want to like, if I angle it far enough to pick it up, it picks up every single car that drives by and like, it just gets annoying. So I just have it watching the door. I think we need just need a 24 hour live stream and people can go like on our YouTube page and just watch your driveway. Uh, you know what? That's a good we'll, idea. And we'll do and like we a take bets, take bets on how many cars turn around today. Yeah. A Twitter alert. It gets pushed out every time. Uh, maybe I just, uh, maybe I get like a motion sensor for in the driveway, mm-hmm. you know, like two, like a kind of like a garage door laser mm-hmm. thing. And every time somebody turns around, it triggers it so that I know. Yeah, we can start taking we can take bets on how many cars a day. Well, let's go. If you went deeper, let's go deeper into your fear though. Um, so if someone grabs your dog, what are you gonna do? Well, I mean nothing because they'll be gone by the time I get out there. It's <laughs> mostly like, what can you do? <laughs> now, if they take chance, uh-huh. they'll bring him back in about 10. They'll they'll throw <laughs> him out of the car in about 10 seconds because he'll be screaming and yapping and running around so fast. He's like, we don't want this. So I don't, dog. I'm not really worried about that because they'll he'll come right back. More worried about like, you know, Bernie. I mean, Bernie's a pretty good looking dog. I mean, he Bernie's might be dog. he might be a silly boy and not have a brain in his head. But mm-hmm. you know, I am a little worried that somebody would because he would just jump in the car because he wants to go. I'm not Riley would be kind of shy. She would bark. So more so, it's just Bernie that I'm worried somebody's gonna take. Gotcha. But okay. yes. Yeah, you know, it's like it's. I don't think it's ever going to happen, especially in the amount of time that I give them. Because as soon as I hear them, because you can hear them bottom out when they pull in and when they back out, mm-hmm. so they mess up the back of their car when they pull in and the front of the car when they back out. So by the time I hear them pulling in, I'm standing up looking if I'm not in a meeting or something. Yeah, so it's almost there's no chance, but still. Oh uh, well, I get you on that. Uh, TJ, let's tell the audience about your fear of spiders. Oh, I was going to say commitment monogamy, but that's fine. We can go with spiders. Okay, um, Jay, I said not not, not existential crises. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows you hate, you do not like spiders. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I just don't like them. They're, there's just no good quality about them. You don't like their legs <laughs> or you don't like their fangs? Well, they bite, you know. Have, you ever, not all of have them. you ever been bitten by a spider? I have not. Thank mm. God. So, yeah. No, like everything else that most people are afraid of, snakes, clowns, heights, whatever, doesn't bother me. It's like all that fear is thrown into spiders. You you don't ever wonder if you're like one of those people who get bit by a spider at night in their bed and they just don't know it? Uh, I don't think that's that's not a thing. <laughs> yes, it is. I swear it is. Uh, People wake up with like lumps on their arm where they got bit by a spider and didn't feel it. That's where where they laid eggs. Yeah. (laughs) You feel everything when you sleep. You never like you never like fallen asleep on your left side and then woken up on your right side. I don't think spiders actually go in the bed. You don't think so? No. They know that. They're see, that's That's what's interesting. There's years ago there's a spider truce. 
and part of that truth is they refuse they will not go in the bed yeah hey what's the um what's the scariest thing you've ever found in your bed um you know in a non you know in a clean pg way yeah that wasn't thinking that way um i have found a a tick which i just drive i i can't do that must have been on the dog or something got on the bed i can't mm -mm. no when i was a when i was a kid i laid down on a wasp and stung me oh my god okay so that happened once to me let me tell you a story (laughs) so i was uh this was i was in high school i guess and I heard this buzzing noise and I thought it was flying around the room and I couldn't find it. So I lay down and I hear this buzzing and it's coming from the bed. So I freak out and throw the blankets everywhere and I'm like yelling. And uh, my dad comes in and asks me, what the hell am I doing? Um, And I say, there's a bee or something somewhere. He can't find it. Whatever. I go back to bed. I find it. It was in the pillowcase. I mean, right next to my ear. It so, didn't sting you, though? No, it did not sting me. Uh, I did find it. I let it go outside. Um, but what's interesting is I pitched this to Discovery Channel for an episode of I Shouldn't Be Alive and got nowhere with it. Wow. So I don't think was it um, was it one of those um, Japanese wasps or whatever? Wait, what were they called? The oh, the giant. The, 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 oh yeah, the murder the hornets. murder hornets. No, it was not a murder. Remember that? Hornet. Remember when we thought that was going to be the, it was, the story of 2020? It was, was wild times. Not here. <laughs> wild times. You know, it's great times. No, it was one of the little southern red wasps you see everywhere. I hate wasps. Wasps. It's not an irrational fear. I don't mind like um, spiders. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind seeing a snake. I don't want a snake like right next to me and me not know it's there. I don't mind that, but wasps, if I like, I can't, that's the one. I think it's just because I don't like any, I, probably because I laid on one in a bed. I don't think mm-hmm. that's an ir- irrational fear. I think it's just, I don't like them. Now, did it They're sting just, you in the bed? Yeah, it stung me really bad. Oh my God. It hurt so bad. It was the worst. Normal, like I've been stung and I felt it and just mm-hmm. looked down at my wrist and like, you know how it gets like white around the edge. Like I've had things like that and it didn't hurt, but I think that one scarred me for life. Mm. I don't like to kill things when it comes to like bugs. I'm not a murderer, folks. I know know what you mean. Like you don't want to, you don't want to take the shoe and hit it. When there's like a spider on the wall, the spider has to go, but I really don't don't want to flush it. Don't do that. Don't, 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 don't smash the spider. No, no, I won't smash it. (laughs) I, I like to put in like a cup. And make it as yeah, difficult as possible, and then throw it outside. Yeah, I think but, it's like a like a when I think I'm gonna smash it, I think it's gonna fly and hit me in the face or something. Well, I no, had I had a problem. Good. I, I was gonna say the worst thing that can happen is the baby spiders come out. I guess <laughs> I've actually had that happen before. What? <laughs> like when you smashed it? Yeah, when I smashed this. Well, thank God I was outside. But yeah, I seriously smashed the spider, and when I did, I, when I took my foot up. Uh, the yeah all the like baby spiders started crawling everywhere and i was like oh my god did you scream no because like i said luckily i was outside if i was inside i i would not have known you burned the house down i probably would have yeah 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 that would have been the only logical thing to do so i need to find a good way I've, i've seen like on like tiktok and reddit they're like the little I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's on a stick with a little box on the end and it's a little paddle and you kind of like pull the lever and it pulls the little thing under 
and holds the bug so you can just go outside and let it go. I feel much better about that. I just, I don't know. It's something about killing bugs bothers me. So it depends. Um, let's go back to Harrison. Oh, wait, Harrison got up and left. So we'll just keep going on our own, TJ. Terrible. Dead air. I uh, know. I can't, can't have that. Um, so um, that's just. And that's what, and and I just never got it. Oh, hey, Harrison, welcome back. Oh, I'm back. Sorry, I had to go fix an existential crisis. Uh, well, <laughs> no, we're not. We aren't talking about those fears, Harrison. We're talking about other fears. So, did you uh, talk? Have you have you shared your? your mine team? mine is bugs. I don't like to kill them, but I don't like to be with them either. I'm just not a big bug guy. I'm not a bug guy. Now, if I went to a personality thing. Uh, mine is that um, I don't know if this is a fear, but it's something I do that makes that people don't like. And that is that um, when there is a serious moment or an uncomfortable moment, I just have to make a joke or I have to say something that is just completely okay and not inappropriate in the way of like it's dirty or something, but it's just not the right time for it. But I have to do that because um i can't cope <laughs> you have to lighten the mood i have to lighten the of, mood that's your way of dealing with uncomfortability that's what i can that's how i deal with it i try to make sure it is much more uncomfortable i don't, I don't think you're alone in that so that's what i do i do try to lighten the mood uh much to the chagrin of during certain conversations that's I it so i just want to say that also i don't like bucks Cool. all right i'll share i'll share a couple more okay keep I, going see because i got to prepare for this i had i could oh you had them, more you know? yeah and i gotta yeah think. i've got two more I'll, I'll share two more one so i have this fear every single time i go down a flight of stairs uh-huh. and I, I like a long flight of stairs not you know 10 15 stairs it could be a single stair a step down i have this fear that i'm gonna forget how to walk and i'm gonna step with my foot sideways Really? And I'm just going to go because when I go downstairs, I don't know about you guys. I just kind of go. I don't think I run. Not, like, yeah, I just kind of run downstairs. You know, take my momentum, flop down the stairs. But I have this fear that I'm just going to forget how to use my feet. And when my foot's just going to go sideways and I'm going to step on the side of my ankle and just shatter my ankle and my shin is just going to go straight down and come out through my bottom of my ankle. And I just, every single time I take a step, that's what when I start down the stairs, I just think I'm going to break my ankle. And I don't know why. It's just like an unconscious like thing. I'm like, do you, do you feel snap my ankle? Do you feel? And I'll, you know, this is so the audience just knows more about us. Do you feel that after your knee injury you suffered in high school, you are more fearful of injuries? Um, is that part of it, or was this before then? No, I think I don't think this has anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. But I do. I will say, like, I used to be able to watch gruesome injuries, and afterwards, I couldn't. Mm. And like I could, I can't like watch people jump in the air because I'm always afraid they're gonna get hurt. But no, I think this is just like a so a silly little thing in my that my brain does when I start to go downstairs is to think that I'm about to have have ankle surgery because I'm gonna shatter my ankle just from walking so, down the stairs. So a way to torture you would be if they like tied you down to a chair and said, "All right, now you're gonna watch this," and turns it on, and it's like Olympic trampolines. Yeah, I can't. I hate watching those videos. Those trampoline videos. <laughs> I like when I so like 
okay. for a long time, I was like, I, I had never went on a trampoline. I was scared to go on a trampoline. Like when I would play bat, I like, cause I hurt my knee again, playing basketball. And so every time I play basketball, mm-hmm. I'd hardly jump. And mm-hmm. like, I like, cause whenever, so like jump jam became a thing and all my friends <laughs> were like going to jump jam. Okay. Trampoline park. Yeah. And I just was like, I can't go. I can't go. I can't go. And it took until like, I went with Kate one time and I was like, so nervous to step on. I like walked on the trampoline and then I jumped a little bit and I was like, okay, this is okay. But if I watch it on like TV or oh, there's like a YouTube video, you know, those Instagram mm-hmm. videos that people share or those people doing all those crazy flips on the trampoline. Every mm-hmm. time I'm like, they're just going to land. They're going to blow out their knee. They're going to shatter their leg and I'm going to have to watch it. I hate it. Yeah. I don't think my fear of walking downstairs is at its that, maybe it does but maybe not tj any more fears that you want to share with the class uh sort of okay yeah it's it's not like in the same it's not the same sort of fear as mm-hmm. spiders but uh it's just potentially a lot worse about mosquitoes yeah mm. you know so you're just yeah. you're scared of you're scared of insects no, no. And arachnids. No. I, no I mean, it's mosquitoes like, carry disease. Yeah. Yeah. I could I can see that. I'm, yeah. I, I'm worried that, you know, they're going to give my dog heartworm or, you know, give me West Nile. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Um, so I'm. <laughs> West Nile. Okay. That's still well, a thing? Or is that like 2005? I, think no, I mean, they still, still, they still have West Nile. Yeah. I think you can get um, a lot worse, a lot worse things from mosquitoes. I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you a big fear of mine that actually has to do with driving. So this is perfect. Okay. Um, you know, I used to have that old Infinity, that QX4, and um, when I was driving back to Alabama one day, it was absolutely pouring. Hardest, it's rain. I had seen it rain in forever, and the problem with Alabama roads are that they're all concrete so the water just sit you know they're and they're terrible tj can attest to this yep um you there the water just sits there and pools so i was going i did not think i was going too fast but i guess i was and i lost control of the car it went straight it completely went sideways into two lanes there's nobody around me or behind me and then by miracle it, I don't know if I turned the right way somehow, uh, it went straight right back to the lane and that was it. It's scared. It still scares the crap out of me. I actually so you're got scared off, to drive in the rain. I, okay, I'm getting there. Oh. I, <laughs> I was so scared. I pulled off the next exit, went inside a Wendy's and ordered a frosty and sat by myself <laughs> eating a frosty that in the Wendy's. Of, that was your version um, of smoking a cigarette to this day. <laughs> the calm down. <laughs> So this is like 12 years later, I will still, if it starts raining, I mean, I am just sweating. I am, I am, my hands are clammy. Um, I'm absolutely terrified to drive in the rain. Terrified of it. TJ, you remember that time? TJ and I were almost in a car wreck one time in the rain. Yeah. Because I was being silly. And I, TJ kept saying, we were driving to somebody's house. TJ kept saying, slow down. You're going to hydroplane. Slow down. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I wasn't going like, you know, unreasonably going, fast. I was probably going the speed limit on a road. 
which was probably 45 and it was like a country back road. <laughs> so I, I wasn't like speeding. I was just going, you know, a speed that was okay when it's dry. And he kept saying, slow down. You're going to, you're going to hydroplane. You're going to hydroplane. I was like, no, it's fine. And I like tried to trick him by hitting the brakes and acting oh, like I was hydroplane. No. But then I actually was. And so then there was this, you know, life flash before your eyes moment of we're going around this like long right-hand turn sliding and there's an embankment ahead. And I'm like, Oh no, what do I do? And I don't remember if it was, I don't remember if it was UTJ or if it was Julian, but somebody was like in the back seat, like hunkered, hunkered down, like head in their lap, like head, like fully prepared for us to wreck. And somehow I like, we like slid and I like drifted around the turn and there was a truck coming the other way who had stopped because he saw it. And I like got it back on the other side of the road. Somehow we didn't wreck, but yeah, that was pretty. I understand your fear of, of driving in the rain. That was a pretty scary moment. Was that in the Honda? No, that was, was that, that was probably I don't know. That was probably the Altima we were in. Oh, that was a man. long time ago. A long time ago. Um it's a fun story. You all know Andrew. Um when we were okay, fun fact about my life for anybody listening that you all know, I was on the tech team. And we all went to lunch together, usually during the summer when we were like working at the school because we were awesome. So we would go eat and Andrew was getting, was being driven back to the school by someone. I don't remember. And he had a brand new car. I don't, I think it was a Honda and he was getting off the hunt road exit and was gunning it and lost, lost control and hit the exit sign right there at hunt road. And, um, swerved into the grass got back on the road andrew said he was terrified and the guy looks at him and says did you see how i maintained control <laughs> so now that is, that is a running joke that we just look at each other and say did you see how i maintained control um i'll see him at church sunday i gotta say that to him please say that to him and i bet you he will know 100 what you're talking about uh that is a that is a core memory for us anyway well we've gone long does anybody want to say anything else yeah i have one more fear oh yeah say it this one is a group discussion because i thought we've talked about it this week mm-hmm. before but i have this fear you know mm-hmm. since covid there's been a lot of ordering your food online oh no right and i'm not a door dasher i'm not paying somebody unless it's tj i'm not paying somebody 15 to drive you know two miles and give me the wrong order so i'm i'm a <laughs> order it go pick it up right and i'm a pretty socially anxious person i don't like talking to people <clears throat> like uh i don't like bothering people i don't like you know somebody's trying to do their job i'm mm-hmm. not trying to bother you mm-hmm. and so i but i do like ordering to a place where i have to say hey i'm here to get my order so my my one of my biggest fears in life right now is i order my food at a place where it's a rapid pickup where they just put it on the shelf and you go order a Starbucks coffee. They put it out, you grab it, you go no check-in needed. Just take whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So -hmm. I have this fear of showing up. My food's not there. And then me, I'm going to sit there and wait, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And if it's just, maybe they're just late, you know, but I have a fear. Someone's just going to take my food and walk off. I'm going to order it. I'm going to get there. It's not going to be there. Somebody's going to take it. I'm going to have to say something to somebody who's busy. I'm going to be like, hey, excuse me. Um, Where's my food? my food? It's not here. They're going to get pissed at me. They're going to you know, be all upset. And they're like, well, it's too bad. You can't get your food now. 
And so I'm very scared of that happening. And then it happened twice in one week. <laughs> and so now I'm more scared. So I ordered a Cracker Barrel. And I showed up 30 minutes late. To, not 30 minutes, like 15 mm-hmm. minutes late to get my food. It wasn't there. And I thought, crap, somebody stole it. I was like, no, maybe they're just behind. 15 minutes later of me sitting there, now we're 30 minutes after my food was supposed to be ready. I'm like, I should say something. I said something. They said, oh, we already put your food out there. You should have already been it. I was like, no, I didn't get it. But then they were very nice and they just gave me some more food. So I was like, whatever. Maybe that's just a one-time thing. Nobody's going to steal it. I always think you could just get free food from any restaurant or coffee from Starbucks. If you just showed up and took whatever they put out there, nobody would know any better. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, whatever. Some DoorDash deliverer just didn't look at the name, just took my food and left. But then I order Panera two days later. Same deal. Show up five minutes. I always try to show up like right after the time it says it's going to be ready because then I know it's going to be there and I don't have to talk to somebody or wait awkwardly. (laughs) Show up five minutes late. Five bags of food on the thing. None of them are mine. I say, okay, whatever. Then I was like, there's no way. I got a text saying it's ready. I'm just going to go ahead and face my fear and talk to this lady who's very busy. I say, hey. And she said, oh, do you have a to-go order? I said, yeah, but it's not there. It's supposed to be already there. I got the text. They went and looked. Somebody stole my food. So I was like, okay. Nice. And then I had to wait 20 minutes. And I was like, this is my fear coming true of somebody just stealing my food. This is why I don't DoorDash or do a lot of things where people would just like say they dropped it off and then take it because I'm scared of that. I just want to go be in control. And both times, both times in one week, wasn't there. Maybe you need to stop ordering good food. Well, I would not consider either of those places to be the gourmetest of food. Okay. Um, They're pretty bad. Well, I like Panera, so everybody can. I like Panera. I like Cracker Barrel, too. I like them both. But (laughs) if I'm stealing food, you know, it's I'm going to go steal something that's going to cost me a pretty penny. Just show up at Ruth's Chris. I've got a to-go order. Yeah. I'm uh, whatever name you have over there. I mean, I would rather... it's very my name is Mr. Burns. What's your first name? I don't Yeah, and know. I have like a like like I have a pretty uncommon name. So it's not like somebody's just gonna show up and use my name for on accident. So like I like to just be able to go in and be like, hey, I have a pickup for this. And then you know, you could try DoorDash, but they may come up and then and be like, Oh, cool, I'm gonna take this dog. Yeah, too. but yeah, but yeah, true. And then my other fear comes true. They just stole my dog. So I'm just going to play armchair psychiatrist real quick. So the first story, you're afraid of I have losing a fear your of dog. Somebody taking stuff from you. you ha- I, th- I think it's more than that. I think it's loss. I think you're I'm afraid of, of losing the dog. You're afraid of, okay, you're afraid <laughs> of, I got it. Hold on. You're losing afraid of ankle. people taking your food. You're afraid of losing your mobility. You hate to wow. lose, which is a loss. Um, and then you this. are you did you got stung by a wasp which sounds like loss so i mean altogether i lost my, com- I I lost my comfortability in bed absolutely. to get into my bed Be- yeah. due to a wasp yes yes okay wow i feel <laughs> cured now yeah absolutely you have you tried pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and <laughs> just, just going to work have yeah you, i have the classic have you tried not being happy I, you know, I can't say here's, here's, have you tried being happy? I should say I'll face my fear. I'll order a coffee in the morning. And if it's there, all will be well. If it's gone, something's wrong with me. Fair enough. 
Uh, TJ, anything else you want to add in this first in this first bonus episode you join us for? Nope. All right, cool. Well, look forward TJ, to um, look forward to seeing TJ as a recurring guest. Yeah, we'll see podcast. you back next week. Maybe you can have a you can have your topic, TJ, and we'll talk about it next week. Awesome. All right, we got a thumbs up. Sounds great. Uh, we'll we'll send you the schedule. But for everybody listening, thanks for listening. This has been the Track Limits Podcast off track bonus episode. Enjoy the race in Australia. Wait a minute, we'll have another episode for that yeah, next we'll time. So, so we'll see you next week. Okay, cool. See ya. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye.